Welcome back to another edition of the Los Ponies Podcast, and we're at on site at Los Al right before the Saturday's races. Saturday night, we're recording this on Saturday. We're gonna look at Sunday's card, Curtis. But before we do that, we started the the year on a good note. The last few couple of weeks, yeah. It's 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 trending downwards, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was really on a streak there with the locks, and uh, <laughs> now I'm on a different streak. Now I got the old seconditis for my locks here, but we're just gonna try and uh, move on and move forward, and hopefully uh, lock it up this week. You know, it's bad when uh, when I don't remember what locks I had last <laughs> week. When I don't remember what I had, that means I didn't do good. So we'll, we'll try to sweep it under the rug before t- we get into Sunday's card. I want to give a. Uh, a round of applause to our uh, our ex-rider here, Losal Cesar Diaba. He saddled his first runner as a trainer at Santa Ana today. Mm-hmm. Pied and true, second at eleven to one behind the four to five favorite. So, shout out to Caesar. So was it a closing effort? I looked at the form earlier. I didn't look. Th- I didn't look at the race. I, I just... saw he threw the blinkers on. Uh huh. But uh, I was busy with the fraternity trials at Louisiana, <laughs> yeah. so uh, I, d- I didn't watch any Santa Anita today. But uh, yeah. Uh, wish all the best of luck to Caesar, uh, one of the good guys, and off to a good start. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. Just he uh, didn't even try to go to Los Alfred. No? He just transitioned right to the big time. Yeah, so right. Big time. He, he's uh just he's he's not uh just dipping his toe in the water there. <laughs> no. He's diving in. He's gonna he's gonna pick up that win soon there if, uh, if the first race is any kind of indication. But before we get in, uh, did you see uh, Space Jam two announcement? <laughs> is it really coming yeah, out? Coming out. LeBron tweeted something out that it's 2021 or something like that. Okay. I thought that was just complete rumor. No. And, and I thought it was just a joke by now because I've heard it for a couple of years that LeBron was going to do Space Jam 2. I went back and I looked at when the original was released. 1995. Yeah. I was ten, we were 10 years old. Yeah, it's one of the only movies that I've actually seen twice in theater. It had to you be, did? Yeah, oh. It had to be the, uh, you know, the, the Oscar-dismissed Space Jam of all movies. But uh, yeah, God, that was a that was a pretty good movie when we were a kid. All Looney Tunes and mm-hmm. Michael out there. There was a, like, balling it up. Do you remember there was like a, a little bit of a rumor going like that? Uh, kind of Blake Griffin was in talks to almost doing it or something like That's that. A, uh, over the years, I've heard a couple different guys linked to it. LeBron's always been kind of the number one. Yeah. I mean, when you have Michael do the first yeah. one, you gotta you gotta have your top guy uh, do the next one. But so it's actually gonna come to fruition. Yeah, that's huh? it. And you know who's gotta be a monster? For sure, <laughs> Bobon. Bobon has got to be a monster. Bobon, uh, yes, he, he's definitely a little strange looking. He, uh, he he's got be, the length. He's got the height. He definitely can play some uh, character roles oh, yeah, in other sure. movies. Once he retires, yeah. when they're always looking for a giant for some movie. So uh, Bobon, if Bobon is not in Space Jam <laughs> Two, I would be disappointed. But shout out to your Lakers. I mean, LeBron said, "I'm going to turn off play on, turn on playoff LeBron mm-hmm. right now." What did he do? He upset the Rockets after being down 19 points at one point. I couldn't believe that. Uh, you know, LeBron. He he said everybody thinks that the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's any way that they're going to make uh, miss the playoffs. But then they're like, well, you're going to have to play Golden State or something yeah, tough. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, well, whatever. We'll deal with that when we get there. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And I heard there was a little dissension between uh, Chris Paul and and Harden in yeah. the locker room yeah. there. Uh, Maybe things are unraveling right when everything's supposed to be coming together. So I think they might have some things to work out. Did, did you see? Did you see Chris Paul trying to rip LeBron's arm off? 
Uh-uh. Yeah, there was like a like a like they were going up for a How rebound. How did I miss that? They were going up for a <laughs> rebound, and Chris Paul just like completely like trying to pull on LeBron's yeah. arm down. So. Well, what was it? The one foul I remember a couple years ago when he was on the Clippers, where he just hopped on the guy's back. <laughs> uh, I think it was on you know just when they're they're trying to foul at the end of the game, and he literally just hopped onto a guy's back. But wow. Yeah, I'm not a big Chris Paul fan. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't have the squeaky clean image. No. I think a lot of people uh, no. see him from the State Farm commercials no. and. And all that. Uh, he's a competitor, and he can get pretty nasty in there as well. So I can tell you right now, the the seventh seed is tied right now. Seventh and eighth are tied, which is Spurs and Clippers. They have an identical 33 and 27 record. Seventh and eighth, Clippers and Spurs. Ninth is 30 and 28, the Kings, and the Lakers are at 500, 29, 29, sitting in 10. So <sighs> between horrible. between fifth place Rockets and tenth place Lakers. There's only five win, five losses in, in separating those top five. You know, Barkley, who uh, is usually a pretty big Sacramento Kings hater, yeah. he says the Kings are making the playoffs this year. <laughs> that's that's a pretty big endorsement from Barkley because he usually just dismisses them totally. Shaq usually has to slap him around yeah. a little on set, tells him Vladdy's going to come after him. But, yeah, uh, old Charles, he's uh, he likes to go out there yeah, and say yeah. certain things yeah. to to get uh, reactions. He thinks the Kings are going to make the playoffs. But I love the NBA so much just because of the outside factor. There was There's so much drama going on on Twitter surrounding the NBA. Yeah. Where there is like subliminal tweets or like <laughs> people shouting like uh, outing out other teammates. I don't know. The NBA is doing it right. Whatever they're doing, they're, they're, they're doing it right because uh, uh, people get to talking about them on Twitter. Do you give the Nuggets any chance uh, uh, to, to make a run? I mean, I... I couldn't even believe they're as high as they were. I just totally dismissed them all season. I, I look at the standings <laughs> and they're all the way up there. I couldn't believe it. There are forty and eighteen, and the Warriors <laughs> are forty-two and sixteen. And uh, I usually like to consider myself a little connoisseur of basketball. <laughs> yeah. I like I can turn on any game and yeah. watch it, and I can say like I don't think I've watched one uh, Nuggets Me game neither. all season. No, so. even when they played like the local teams, like the Lakers or the Clippers, I don't think I've watched a full game with the Nuggets. But they're <laughs> They're only two games out of first place. Yeah, I mean uh, that's uh, that's got to be the uh, coach of the year award. It's got to go to the Nuggets coach. Probably maybe it'll go to the Bucks. Yeah, with the with the season they're yeah. having, and they got such a high profile player uh, in in Giannis that uh, maybe they'll get it there. But the Nuggets coach is uh, well deserving. Watch out for the Thunder. They're they're streaking right now. Uh, they're at thirty eight and twenty, sitting in third place. And I think Paul George and and Westbrook finally really. Their second season together now. They're they're a good they're a good team there. So that's kind of been the the uh, note going around is that he's deferring to Paul George a little more, not trying to put the whole world on his back. Yeah. Which is, you know, I love Westbrook. I love a guy that that'll go out there and play y- hard. Y- yeah, leave it all out there that's all, it. every single night on the court. But uh, yeah, that that was the one flaw in his game where maybe he just tr- tried a little too hard. I don't know. So who do you, all right? Give me two teams out of the East. Who do you think are are going to make the East? I, I I like the Sixers. Okay, yeah, this actually the Sixers are my choice to win it all. Oh, are they really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's going to be interesting to see who to, you leave when, out. When are you going? When are you going to Vegas? I'm going uh, next month. I'll give you I'll give you some money. So you I'm can go, I, I don't know the exact date, but yeah, I'm going next month. You think I can get? Uh, what's the odds on the 76ers? Team? I'm horrible. I, that's, I'm, Let me see. I've only made one bet on sports my entire <laughs> life, uh, and I bet the Super Bowl. That was it. So I just stick to uh, I just stick to horse racing. Let me see if I can get a, a quick line on, on what are the current odds of the of the 76ers to win the title. 
If they're 15 to 1 or higher, all right, I got it right here. Golden State are 2 to 5. <laughs> Wait, are this is this right now? I don't know if these are live right now. But nonetheless, this has the 76ers at 15 to 1. Not bad. And who did they just pick up? Uh, um, uh, Tobias Harris. Yes. Yeah. Former I, former Clipper, Clipper that yeah. was playing his brains out. And he's play he's playing the best I think the best percentage out of his career from the three point line this year. So Yeah, he got in there and he looked like he just uh fit right along with those guys. So they got a pretty good young group over there. And then uh you know I always gotta go against the Raptors. Yeah. Even though they got Kawhi now, mm-hmm. they're gonna try and break that playoff curse that they have. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going I'm going with the Bucks. <laughs> I think uh, old Giannis is playing so well right now. I'll I'll pick seventy uh, sixers in the Bucks. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I am right there with you. Uh, I think there's I think there's show in paradise in the in Celtics with Kyrie. Uh, but uh yeah, I would say those two on the on the east. The West I think is wide open. Um, as a long shot, I would probably tell you the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, just because Stephen Adams is great at uh, at protecting there, and he's a f- effective in the offense, and then uh, he around. is so underrated. Oh, for sure. What I wonder uh, how when is his contract up? Like he's that I couldn't tell you, but I'm I'm assuming he's he's content uh, right there oh, in, yeah. in uh, Oklahoma. He's so underrated. Yeah, he he holds that that team together. Yeah. And, just lets Westbrook yeah. and Paul George do that thing. I didn't know how young thing. he was. He's like in his 20s. Yeah, he's one of those guys that uh, he probably looked like he was like 35 30, yeah. when he was uh, went through puberty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's been around. Seems like he's been around forever. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a solid guy that gives you those minutes every night and plays hard. So yeah, I've, if you ever want to come out to Lakerland, uh, if uh, the Thunder start treating you badly, I'm sure uh, we can find a spot for you. I can't believe the Clippers got a... Uh, Got Zubak for free, basically, from the Lakers. So then we were talking about, the, you know, with Orlando, and, and he was like, yeah, you guys are right. I can't believe it. Like, what a stupid deal. Like, we talk him up, yeah. and you have uh, you he, have Tyson Chandler, who, who I like right now, yeah. but he is getting older, yeah. and you got Zubac, who every time he goes in there, he's playing so well with yeah. LeBron, you can just give him time to develop. Well, Jerry West just came and scooped him right up, and, uh, yeah, that was a good pickup by you guys. I mean, to think that... Uh, Randall is having a great season. Yep. And then uh, uh, the other guy in Brooklyn, what's his name? The ex-Laker. Uh, oh, um, uh, point guard? Are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell? Is it D'Angelo yeah, Russell? Yeah, he's having a – he was an all-star this year. He's having yeah. a tremendous year. I mean, those two were just on the Lakers. Yeah, he roster. said he was so glad to get out of L.A. I think it was just one of those things, maybe too much pressure for him. Once he got away from him, uh, yeah, he's blossomed pretty well, so – yeah, it's a tough town. You know the big markets. You gotta you gotta really perform, and some guys can can rise, and and other guys they don't like all the spotlight, and so uh, sometimes they just need to go to a different city to play well. Well, I'll say this: I just hope the Lakers make the playoffs because it just makes it that much more interesting. Definitely, you always want to see LeBron in oh, there. Oh, for sure. You want to see like what he could do. I I really hope uh, we don't have to play Golden State. I'm, I hope <laughs> I hope we get at least seventh, and we don't have to run into them. Uh, I'd much rather have the Nuggets. I'll take my chances with them <laughs> if they remain in the second spot. But, yeah, as long as we get in, and like you said, LeBron's uh, he's activated playoff mode. So hopefully we can have a nice little stretch. Uh, the last stretch of the NBA season is underway. Let's look at Sunday's card here at LaSalle. We got an A-race program. And there is a pick-six carryover heading into Saturday. We could possibly have another carryover heading into Sunday's card because Saturday's card 
is not easy at all. All right, Sunday, race one, four and a half furlongs. Phillies and Mares, three rows and up, which have never won two races. Claiming tag of 2,500. Four and a half furlongs is the distance. Field of six, who'd you pick here? You know, I wanted to go for the two off that. You had that trouble yeah. trip last time. I really wanted to, but there's just such little speed in this race that I'm going to just forgive the three little AJ here for Angie Aquino. That last race, you know, that went up to 3,200. Didn't show any speed at all, and then you know had to check near the quarter pole, got floated out. So I'm just going to draw a line through that. Like I said, I don't think there's a whole lot of speed out there, so I think this one can get out there on the front end. At you know the two's going to be rolling late, yeah. but yeah, I just think it's uh, little AJ might have just too big of a lead on him here. Yeah, we're first. talking, we're we're kind of thinking the same way. I picked the three as well, just because there's not a lot of speed in this field. I mean, who's going to show speed? Is the six going to show enough speed? I don't think so. No. I think little AJ is going to be rolling on the front end, and uh, she's going to try to seal it without without a doubt. So the two is going to be rolling late. So I'll go to the three on top. I'll go to the four for second. Lovely storm, who I think has a little bit of tactical speed, mm -hmm. can't stay close throughout. So if the three is not able to clear, the four should be right there within a within a length of the lead. Uh, the four can make a move, and then the two is going to be picking up the pieces. So I'm going to keep it very very simple. Three and four is the speed, and I think the two is a closer. So three, four, and two for me in race one. Yeah, we got the same numbers, just a little different order. I like the three on top. Again, the two uh, for second. I think it'll show a little bit more speed here, second time at Los Also. It's going to need to stay uh, within a fairly close distance there to the three, and then the four, lovely storm. Like you said, it has shown uh, some speed in the past. You know, three outs back, uh, you know, set a nice trip. I kind of like this as just a two-horse race uh, with the two and the three, but uh, I, I like the lovely storm there in the third spot above the one, five, and six. All right, so a little bit of, you know, we agree top three, a little bit of different order, but nonetheless, we both think the favorite could take them all the way. Race number two, Maidens, three rows and up. 870 yards is the distance. We got a field of six set to post, and the more nine favorite is going to be the four, I mean, excuse me, the two Havasu Honey, who comes out of a, little bit of seconditis. Mm -hmm. Just how some of your uh, locks have been lately. Yes, I, I can relate to the two. <laughs> so are you picking the two in this spot? No, I'm going to go against I'm going to try oh. and get a, a price to, uh, you know, really pump up the pick four here. I'm going to go to the five. Heaven <laughs> squared, Art Sherman. This is going to make it second start here at Los Al. Yeah, I have to say, I don't say it very often. My chart <laughs> is wrong here. Oh, really? I don't know why, Where? but it says that in the first call that this horse was third by half a length. He was not. He was actually down by three. It was yeah. like the three and the seven in the in front. They were they were dueling, and then the five was actually down by three. So it's a good thing if you're listening to the podcast because uh, it will definitely be changed next time. Not everybody will know this, but uh, he wasn't that quick early, kind of off slow, lugged out on the turn. But uh, I, I thought was finishing fairly well here. And with the two and the four uh, maybe not finishing so well, I'm hoping Vinny can just get this horse a little bit closer, take the turn, might be good in, uh, in good shape turning for home. All right, so let me go back. So uh, I'm uh, I'm doing the, the race analysis comments mm -hmm. uh, for the vacationing at Burgard. You can find them in the Nightlands and also in DRF. Uh, and I, I'm going back and reading my comments for race two just to make sure what did I write for Heaven Squared. Uh, Brooks Law was hard to write while going right, wide around the turn and went evenly to finish fifth when trying this distance for the first time two weeks ago. So yeah, I have that one as breaking slow last time out there and going evenly. But you're gonna you're gonna bounce back and 
you know, this horse took plenty of play. I thought she was going to be better meant last time out. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's plenty of room to improve. I have her for third. I I've got a two. I've got to go with the two halves of honey just because I've been supporting this one the last two starts. Last time out, Ron Scat was a better horse that night, but I gotta think Havas of Honey. You know, don't 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 be scared of those second, second, second. I just think she's running to some good horses those nights. This might be the field that she's looking for to break through. So give me the two Havas of Honey for second. Give me the four uh, Zuzana here for Nicholas Acuna. This one finished second on debut there uh, during the daytime at Los Al here on December seventh. It was a pretty good effort despite the slow start. I thought this horse rallied nicely in between horses. The winner there returned to win uh, against the start allowance foals next time out. So I think the four is well meant in this spot. I'm just worried about the 870 yard distance for this one off the second start. So two, four, and five for me in race two. Yeah, I liked the, uh, the five on top. Then I went to the four, Susanna, just like you said. Uh, ran a really nice second there on debut in the daytime. I just have questions about you know shortening all the way up to the 870 yard distance, but again, not a whole lot of speed in here, so I could see this one uh, being more forwardly placed this time. Then I'm going to go to the three or to the two uh, Havasu Honey for third here. Had a you know a nice trip, uh, almost ran a winning race. Yes. You know, bit into the stretch and and got right there and just got out finished by Ron's Cat. I'm hoping uh, we can just beat this favorite again. Maybe he weakens <laughs> down the lane once more, and uh, we can look to play him again next time. Oh, looking forward to that. I right, recap. I'll go two, four, five. Five, four, two. All right, race, race number three here again. Going four and a half furlongs, and in this spot. Uh oh, that's right. Let, let's just. And, and this is a familiar lock. It is. This is a familiar lock right. from two weeks ago. Okay. We're going back to the number two horse oh. working. And we got a juicy five to yes. one on our lock here. You know, it's not uh, that easy of a race, but you know, I watched Seattle Encounter come back again Friday night. Looked impressive. Rallied from off the pace. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah, working had a little bit of trouble against Seattle Encounter that night, even though you know Seattle Encounter looked like probably was going to win no matter what. Really drew off, but working uh, got bumped both sides there entering the turn. So I'm going to use that for a little excuse, and it's going to be second time Sergio Morphin. Uh, I think he's going to be right there on the lead again, and hopefully he can hold uh, the rail against, you know, speedier rivals like uh, the Tattoo Kid, who I think maybe has some uh, stamina issues. And I think the the seven on the fence is going to regress off of the wet, fast surface, so that's what I'm going to try and play against. I'm going to go with the uh, number two horse working wow. for the lock of the night. Lock of the night for Curtis coming back to the well with working. You're not giving up. Bad news. I don't have working in my top three. Wow. Are you sure you printed out the right day? <laughs> I might be looking at different PPs right here. <laughs> because I am picking the five, Wit and Wisdom here for Marcia Swords as my top choice. Ran third over Wet Fast Track last time out. Was making up ground, but you know the winners were too sharp there. Surfing Angel, mm -hmm. we know there. And Great Bambino, another speedy runner. Uh, and that was over a wet track against Tougher. I think getting back at this $2,500 claiming level and back over a dry track could move this one up just like he won two starts back. So I'm banking at the five, can run an improved effort. I'll go to the speed of the tattoo kid there for second. We know we know he's gonna be out in front. Yep. Can he take him all the way? That is my question. We've questioned him the last two starts. He's delivered there for the connections, back to back wins. But now against this field, I I'm not sure. So I'm gonna put him for second. 
And then for third, I'll go to the seven on the fence, who's coming off of a win last time out. It was a good-looking win, but I do have to say that I think the wet track helped that form. Totally. Uh, at seven and one, I think that the wet track helped the speed carry longer that night. I was shocked that he got out there. Yeah, it was me too. On the front end I was like, like that. "What is this horse doing <laughs> on the front end?" And of course, he kept going once you made that that lead. So I'll, I'll give him a shot for third, and now I'm gonna have to add your two for for the superfecta there. So five, four, seven, two for me in race three. Yeah, I like the two on top for the lock. Then we're gonna go to uh, your five horse, Wit and Wisdom. I agree. I think the uh, class relief is gonna benefit this horse. You know, it was in for five. An allowance, eight thousand, was just weakening. They put this horse down to the twenty-five hundred dollar level, and it went, you know, pretty much wire to wire in that race. They raised it up, and it was a wet, fast track. You know, it was just a little bit too tough, but was finishing okay. Drops it back down, so it should be ready to fire again. And then I'm going to go to the four, the Tattoo Kid for third. Again, it's going to be out there. I think we just question this horse's stamina at times, but uh, Justin Clark, he runs them when they're ready, so you know he takes his time with these horses. And one thing uh, I am a little scared of on working is that Edgar Pieris opts to ride the four, the tattoo yes. kid, mm -hmm. over the two. That that does scare me a little, but uh, Sergio, and uh, he's used Efren Hernandez in the in the past, so hopefully he can just uh, get this horse going on the inside and outlast the tattoo kid and wit and wisdom. Wow, that's going to be a five-to-one lock for Curtis in race number three. <laughs> All right, let's flip the page. Race number four. And uh, this is going to be another around the hook, but this is going to be our four furlongs, Curtis. So a little bit shorter in this spot, and I'm going to make the pick four very, oh. very easy. All, easy. All, all, single, single. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Very, very simple. And I'm talking about the one Camilchi Gold for Nick Lowe. This horse tends to break well, can show good enough speed. Last time out, dueled there about two or three wider throughout. And had to settle for second there at four to one. That was against Tougher. Open 3,200 claimers. Now drops in class to so 2,500 claimers, but nine winners of one in 2019. So a little bit of a condition. You got speed. You got the rail. You got four furlongs. Give me Camilchi Gold five to two, the lock of the night. I completely agree with you here. Uh, I got the one on the inside. Yeah, it's been racing at the $3,200 level, so it's going to drop down to the, the claiming level here. Uh, but did win one time there at 3,200. Gets Vinny. You know, has the rail here. He's going to have to compete with the five evening yes. and again. But evening again has been raced sparingly. So I, I don't know uh, how this horse is going to come back. Uh, we're going to have to see. And you get Omar Santos yes. uh, coming back here. He's only ridden once this year. So he's been uh, riding sparingly, which makes me think this horse is live. But, yeah, I like Camilchi Gold down along the inside. He He's shown that he, he likes to run down there. I see... Uh, Two out of his last couple wins uh, have come down here from along the inside, so I'm hoping he can just duel there and hold the inside position. Then for second, I'm going to go to the five evening again. Just like I said, plenty of speed in this horse. Uh, we know uh, he's going to be out there on the front end, but you know, with a, a couple months in between races here, I, I don't know uh, if this horse is going all that well, yeah. and he might weaken late. That worries me. And then I'm going to go to the two-horse victorious jewel here. We have a 12-time winner here. Coming down from Golden Gate, has been running in turf races, so he's uh, going to come back to Los Al, who has run well in the past. You see, you know, the last few times at Los Al, I see, uh, what is this, five wins out mm -hmm. of like the last eight tries or something like that. So uh, she definitely likes to run here. Uh, just going to have to sit a nice stocking trip here between the one and five and look to see Victoria's Jewel rolling late. 
nothing to add for me. We've got the same numbers, 152. <laughs> but the underneath words don't matter, Curtis, because the lock of the night is going to win there from the rail. Camilchi <laughs> Gold. All right, we flipped the page to the late pick four, which begins in race number five. Well, we're going around the hook one more time. Race five around the hook. I, I hope everybody's reading my footnotes, and I'm just not uh, <laughs> typing these out for practice. No, so you go and check out the charts in Equibase. <laughs> Curtis does a little bit of extra work and puts in the footnotes there for the trips for each and every horse. So race five, four and a half furlongs, three year olds and up, which have never won, which have not won a race in 2019. So a similar condition there, $2,500 here is the claiming price. And we're going to kick it off with a field of six for the late pick four. Who'd you go with here? I'm going to go right back to the rail. I'm going to the number one cut for Angie Aquino here. I've been racing at 870 and four furlongs, and that's a Kind of an angle I like is when they stretch back out to four and a half plus. He has been at 5,000. Get some class relief here. Cuts the claiming price in half and used to be forwardly placed. So uh, just that alone, you know, stretching back out, cutting the claiming price in half. Hopefully this horse can be a, a little more forwardly placed and hold that position. We agree once again. This is going to be a, an easy mid car double. <laughs> one one. Just go one one here in the mid car double with uh with the Camilchi Golden cut. Uh, doesn't it seem strange to see an Angie Aquino runner that has thrown in three clunkers? Don't you feel like he this horse is due for a much better effort? Yeah, that's. I think this is finally uh, they've given up on trying to yeah. to run at those higher higher uh, claiming tags. Is they're gonna put it in below what she claimed it for? And you know, Angie's been on fire lately. Her Castaneda, Sergio, yeah. they've been the top thoroughbred trainers right now. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they're finally just trying to get this horse a good effort. Me too. I think this is gonna, this is a huge class drop from from open five claimers, which is the highest thoroughbred claiming tag we have here, to to uh, conditional twenty five hundred. This is a huge drop in class. You get the main rider uh, Aragon sticking aboard. The one is like the horse to beat in my eyes. The main threat, I do think it's a three here Swiss cheese eight to five of the morning nine. Jesus Mendoza, pretty pretty uh strong to see edgar payers winning at 31 percent mm -hmm. already into the february almost march so jesus mendoza finished third last time out despite getting out a bit slow from the rail gets off the rail and looks to be the horse that is going to be a top contender in the spot especially when you notice that edgar payers is jumping back aboard he rode him to a win there i uh, rode him to pretty well in 2018 including a win back in june so watch out for the three and then I'll go to the two, Lucky Cotton for Robert Lucas. Owned and trained. Comes out of a second place finish behind the, the back classy uh, four gales there back in December. Uh, has some speed. Dini Bernard there can be sneaky good out of the gate. So I don't know if he wants to engage in the lead immediately out of the gate or if he he's going to try to set a trip like this horse did. Three starts back to, to get up for a second. So one, three, two for me here in race number five. Well, we got the same exacto. We got okay. one and three, All so right. only thing I'm going to change is third place. I'm going to go to the six-horse rain on for my dad. No, there's no inside information <laughs> to be given out here. Just looking at the form strictly, you know, dropping all the way down to the bottom. You know, after uh, going up to Golden Gate, you know, they've been running on synthetic. Maybe thought they tried the turf. Uh, it just hasn't worked out for this horse. But I just like this drawn outside. My dad puts Goosey aboard, and when my dad had this horse, he did show some early speed in the past. So maybe just uh, coming here to Los Al, where he's been training locally, drawing the outside and putting Goose aboard, maybe gets his horse to the front end, and uh, maybe dropping a little price at 5-1, to one, but definitely a question mark here for me. All right, I'll go 1-3-2. 1-3-6. Race number 6 
around the hook again, Kurt. What is this, Kurt? Shocker. We're going around the hook again? <laughs> I, I will be typing nonstop from uh, race one to race six. Just to let everybody know there'll so, be no breaks on Sunday. So Sunday night, let me see. Sunday night last post is scheduled for nine sixteen. You'll be here until eleven o'clock. Yeah, finishing up your notes here. For I'll be time. writing, uh, finishing my War and Peace novel. I'll be writing from all these race six open five twenty five hundred dollars claimers, uh, three O's and up. So this is a uh, for non winners of two races in December twenty. Actually, allowed three pounds. So no conditions. Open twenty five claimers. Four and a half furlongs. You do get a little bit of weight break there in the condition if you fit those. But nonetheless, 2500 is the claiming price. Field of six set to post. The morning favorite is going to be the four, slightly a nine to five. But top to bottom, this looks like a tricky field to figure it out. I would be surprised if we agree in this spot. Who's your pick? You know, I, I usually never pick this horse, but oh no, no, I'm going to the four slightly. Oh, we don't agree. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is kind of the same thing uh, that Angie did that we previously talked about. I think they're just trying to finally get this horse some class relief. It's been racing for you know five thousand sixty-two fifty allowance in the eight seventies, and then you know just lost for four thousand, but has been on the front end, just lugged out on the turn, got a little tight at the sixteenth pole, and only lost by two. I think just the drop down in class here, uh, probably the speed of the speed, and hopefully it can go wire to wire. This is going to be a very interesting race because there's a couple of horses dropping in class. I'm going with the horse on the outside, the five, Rosie Criella for Kelly Castaneda and Sylvia Soto. Finished fourth last time out despite lugging out around the turn. I thought it was a hard to ride effort for this, for this seven-year-old mare. Now second time off the layoff, a little bit of a class relief as well. I just think she can show a little bit more speed. Uh, it was a very tricky race for me to try to narrow it down, but I agree. In the end, I'm 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 just banking that the five could improve there, off of what I saw in the first of February. So, give me the five for first. I'll put the four for second, just because of the class relief. And she tends to break pretty well. She tends to break okay, show speed and being good uh, in good position throughout. So, without a doubt, I think the four is going to be in a good position there from post number four. And then I'll go to the six, Birdie Tricker, Birdie Tricky. Bit of a price at six and one on the outside. Four thousand dollar claimers comes out of the same race as slightly last time out. Lugged out and went evenly, but that was a wet track there. I'm just thinking I'm going to give her an excuse. She did finish third two starts back in that allow in that sixty two fifty claiming event going eight seventy behind the the sharp Shala. So I think the six there could improve with Vinny first time out here tonight on the outside, and I think she's going to get a good trip. Uh, the question is, can she be good enough to rally? So I'll go four. I'll go five, four, five, four, six here in race six. Yeah, I like the four on top, and then I'm gonna go to the one horse here Ooh. for Bob Bean. I'm gonna go Private Terrace down along the inside. You know, showed a ton of speed up north. Yes, it was at the mile distance, and then it came to Los Sal. You always say that they need a race, so hopefully, just second time out can fire down along the inside, and you know, Boulanger he. He tries his, his uh, butt off down there for a long inside. He can get horses speed out of the gate. Yeah, you, you know, if he wins, you always see him uh, pumping his fist yeah. out the wire. So he rides every race like a stakes race. So maybe he can uh, finally get this horse to wake up again. Second time here at Los Al. And then I'm going to go to the five. Like you said, Rosie Cruella. It can be forwardly placed and takes another class drop here. But I like that there's a little bit of versatility here. Two outs ago for 3,200, did close. So in case uh, slightly gets away with private terrace, Rosa Corilla could try and rally in the stretch. All right. Uh, recap, I'll go 5, 4, 6. 4, 1, 5. 
All right, race number seven. There's two races. Let me know what time it is. Hello, Daily Double. And we're finally going down the straightaway, Curtis. Oh, my gosh. The only question mark is we're, on, we're going 100 yards. Oh. So you're only going to have six seconds to clock the winner here. we got a field of six set to post. This is Maidens going 100 yards. And the slight morning show is going to be the four Wule wagon, the horse with the most experience in the race. Nine starts. Zero seconds, two thirds. Can you trust the four in this spot? Completely chucked it out. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just chucked it out. Yeah. You know, everyone knows I'm not the biggest fan of hundred yard dashes <laughs> here, and I look at the four, and I just don't see that this horse has been breaking all that well. So I just don't like the you know the price at seven yeah. to five uh, on a horse that really hasn't broken that that well in the past. I'm going to try and beat him. I'm going to go to the six horse, working stiff here mm -hmm. for James Glenn Jr. and Ulysses Gomez. Yes, the horse has been weakening in the past, but uh, has been breaking very sharp. As long as Ulysses can get this horse out of the gate, just like he's shown the past uh, two starts here, and keep him straight, I think he's got a little chance to upset the four here. Well, look, I'll tell you this. At first look, I was like, I'm not going to pick the zero for nine maiden. I'm going to try to beat this horse. Okay. Then I was like... I don't like these horses. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, no, but who, <laughs> look who else is in this field. I'm going to play the one who hasn't raced on a, on a legitimate racetrack since I totally agree. I mean, I'm going to play the six who, you know, has been breaking well, but draws the outside uh, and lugged out last time out. And the more I looked at it, I was like, this is the force races. To, like, this, this is the field that the four has been looking to break the maiden. True. Right? I I, I can't knock what you're saying. She she beat uh she faced allowance foals as a maiden last time out. Yep. So getting back against maidens, hey, I'll take my chances with the four Mule <laughs> wagon for third for second. I'll go to the only the only other horse that we don't know what she's gonna what he's gonna do. And then I'm talking about the three royal first royal cartel cartel put fat Fisher there uh, has actually four gate workouts mm -hmm. out of the five published ones. That leads me to believe. Uh, he he probably needed a little bit of a educational coming out of the gate, but having the experience of breaking out of the gate so many times could play well going 100 yards. So yeah. you never know. So I'll go four, I'll go three, and then I'll go to the two. Matt Fells here has raced uh, against Futurity Strikes Company three starts back. That second on LaSalle back in September, I mean that race wins this race by a mile mm -hmm. if she can repeat that effort. She comes out of a flat fifth over a wet track. Last time out, was only five to two in that field, so she she's live. So I'll I'll give that one a shot. So four, three, two for me here in race number seven, and the pick force I'm gonna go at least three deep, at least those three deep. Yeah, I I was looking everywhere. I I was watching <laughs> all the works I could. Uh, I was watching the works on the three. Uh -huh. I was watching the the one. Uh, so I landed to the one hunting eagle okay. here. Yeah, that's how much I'm just trying to to reach out and try and and uh, beat this four. Hasn't raced since 2016. Yes. The five-year-old. Did break alertly there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just lugged out badly. Yeah, I, I went back, let's see, what was it, the January uh, 19th drill. Yeah. Kind of uh, stumbled a little bit at the start. You know, got clear and, uh, let's see, it, it kind of accelerated. He had the lead mm -hmm. and then he sucked back a little and then he finished out well again. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're trying to hide works in this horses. Or I, I don't know what I'm... I'm just trying to reach for something here. And uh, he draws along the inside. Miner's up for Felix, who's doubled entered. I, I hope... Uh, I'm hoping maybe the four yeah, is entered for the one, one here. Okay. And uh, maybe there's... Uh, you, you, know, you always get the longer price of the trainer. 
but uh, I'm picking him for second. And then I'm going to go to the two horse for Matt Fails, like you said. Uh, has shown uh, some gate speed in the past. And uh, came here, I thought, was spotted well locally and was bet that day. Uh, just lost path and altered out in the beginning. So I'm going to give him a, a nice look at the second try at Sal. I have no strong opinions of race seven. Believe <laughs> no. me, no strong opinions. <laughs> All right, race eight to finalize the card here on Sunday and end the week. Uh, and before we do that, before we, we go into uh, race number eight, breaking news. What is breaking it? Breaking news coming to the desk. We're going to move to a 6 p.m. post time on Fridays, beginning with next week's car. So Friday nights now beginning at 6 p.m. You know who's going to really appreciate all our East Coast fans. Oh, yeah, for the sure. The ones that uh, the yeah. ones that have to stay up to, uh, that, uh, that extra hour <laughs> into the, the late night, into the wee hours of the night. They get to start the fun a little earlier here so they, they uh, don't have to watch the races the next day. So, yeah, I'm all for that. You know, kind of maybe uh, get some people carried over from the daytime as well and get some more money into that early pick four. So uh, we'll see how it does. You know what's hilarious about that? That you know, uh, <laughs> I think there was, I think those Owl Racing tweeted uh, that that change on Twitter, and the you know my first thought was like, oh, the East Coast people are gonna gonna be happy because we didn't, uh, they get to catch it early, they get to like mm-hmm. watch to the end, and then still be able to sleep at a reasonable time. Yes, for work the next day. But <laughs> the first comment, oh great, now after I get out of work, I can't catch the late double. <laughs> Oh yeah, what was the one guy? He he said, uh, "Well, what am I supposed to do when I come home from the bar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I want to watch the end of Los Al. Now I'm gonna have to leave the bar earlier." That's the comment. That's the comment. <laughs> that was the first comment that I was like, "Great, you can't make it priorities. Uh, yeah, you, you got different priorities in life." But uh, yeah, just uh, make sure that uh, you just remember that time change next week. So I'm all for it. Uh, me too. I like the move because that puts us closer to the end of San Anita. Exactly. Right. On yeah. Friday, so that that moves us right there, you know. Sanita goes official, and then you get you still have about thirty to forty minutes to cap the pick four. Yep, and put in your tickets. I think we see that uh, a lot on Sunday where we have the earlier uh, start time, mm-hmm. and that's usually when a lot of our our uh, top handles uh, of the pick fours and yes. and uh, the the late pick fours come is is when it's a little earlier in the night, and I think you can get a lot of those East Coast fans uh, still uh, available to watch racing. So. I'm all for it. All right, let's do it. Race number eight, 300 yards, claiming tag of 62.50, three olds and up. So an open claiming race here to end the night. And we got a field of seven set to post. This could be a nice trifecta field to end the night. Curtis, who'd you pick here? I went to the one, running Jesse here for uh, Zamudio and Lozano. You know, Z- these guys, Z- Zamudio. <laughs> they're hitting it 30%. Yes. Uh, it's it's a family-owned Angel and Valentine, so they're always doing really well. Uh, they're going to take another class drop here. This horse was uh, running well, but maybe it was starting to regress a little bit. I like that he's going from 300, or 330 to 300 because last time out he uh, he broke out of there and was right there and just lost it at the end. So I'm going to go down here running Jesse on the inside. Wow, we agree to end the night running Jesse. Uh, you know, you see that rail effort, five starts back, pretty good forward going 100 yards. But overall, I like that his gelding has pretty good consistent form. Tends to fire and effort. Each and every time, yeah. And you can't ignore how hot these connections have been. The claiming drop, uh, the class drop there from eight thousand to sixty to fifty can help as well. I'll go from the inside to the outside with Frozen Icon for second for Matt Fells. Uh, has not raced since December second there when finishing seventh going a hundred yards. I think she's better meant going longer. Uh, you know she threw her head there in that effort mm-hmm. was soft slow, and that was pretty much it. 
but then ran fourth against open ten thousand claimers two starts back second five starts back so she's got some good form she tends to break well if you look at the starts of her races if you draw a line through that effort last time out first second first second first first she tends to break well you draw the outside I just think she's well meant there at four to one for Matt Fells off the layoff he does pretty well with this move when he brings them in fresh and for third I'll go to the four fire the senator ran fourth there at eight to one just behind running Jesse last time out there by head and that was the first start since September of 2018 so you got to think this one is could be ready to go second time out and Dennis Gibbons and Ernesto Para they had a winner last night on Friday same identical yep. pattern second time off the layoff they finished well and they won by I want to say a comfortable neck last night on Friday this kind of the identical pattern a horse that ran a good even finish first time out second time out I think this horse is well meant so one seven four for me here to end the night yeah like the one running Jesse and then I'm gonna go to the two here for Bill Holberg uh, making his first start uh, in two years but last time was seen in a, in a fraternity trial you know, drops all the way down to, to 62.50 here. Was it closing last time out yeah. at Los Also. Has had some uh, some experience over here. Um, comes in with some nice works. 12.20 on January 26 and an 18.10. I think that's pretty good for the 62.50 yes. uh, level. I think it's a realistic comeback uh, for this horse to be spotted in here. Only thing I'm going to say, Bill, I think it's time to geld this horse. I think that's the <laughs> next step in case this horse doesn't win. Uh, he's still a colt. He's still a colt. And you're yes. dropping him down in here for 62.50. So make the ultimate equipment change. Somebody's going to claim your sire right here. Yeah, if there's anybody out there that's uh, got some money, that's uh, would be my my suggestion. You claim this horse and immediately geld him, Monty. Monty, if you're listening, <laughs> that that would be my my tip to you. Uh, he doesn't need my help. No, Monty's doing no, this fine. Yes, so anyway, I like that. Uh, I like uh, Jr. Kawaya's Mountain for second, and then I'm going to go to the four fire the senator, like you said. Uh, it's going to be second time off the layoff. Takes another drop in class to the 62.50 level here. Uh, I thought it was out finishing running Jesse last time, but again, that was at the 330-yard distance, and we're shortening up to 300. Mm -hmm. So it's going to need a, a, a better start than what we saw last time. But again, it's uh, the other uh, the Zamudio down there along the inside. We got the Paras who, mm -hmm. who won. Look to remain red hot here. So uh, maybe they can get a double for the week. I'll go one seven four. One two four. Wow! So we end the card there with a with the three hundred yard event. I went back. I counted how many races we agree on. Mm -hmm. We agree on four out of the eight races. That's so pretty good. Fifty percent. We always say we we do all right when we're agreeing. Yeah. So can't complain <laughs> about that. That with two different locks. <laughs> that's six out of eight races. I mean, we're giving away. I mean, this this could be the easiest card of the year. We can get back on a row here. On uh, on Sunday night. Hopefully, we're hitting uh, the the cha ching next week, <laughs> and, and not sad trumpet. There's like a dust covering that button. <laughs> like we have hit in so long. There's dust sitting on that. Well, don't. Hey, we got Louisiana was uh, today. Yes. Talked about uh, they had fraternity trials. Yeah. We got Remington Ooh. starting up next month, yes. which reminds me, we got to go watch uh, the training the training races. races yes. of all the new two year olds. Mm -hmm. uh, we're slacking a little. Yeah. Uh, I missed a lot of, but Mr. Los Al's been keeping me up to date. So yeah, we got a lot of action going to be when rolling does, up here. When does the Texas Quarter Horse Circuit begin? Is, does Retama hmm. go first, or does Sam Houston goes immediately after the third run? You know, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. We we'll have I, to look that up. Yeah, but I know it's one of those two. They get going in the year. 
Might be Rotoma. We, we we would have to ask uh, Russ Russ Solis. We know that he's Russell a Lee. he's a big Texas guy. Oh, and he would. Uh, Martha, Martha, she's a she's a Sam. She works. She still works Sam Houston publicity. I think. Not sure. I thought she she's uh, switched to Louisiana. She, really? And I was going to have to tell her she was at Delta Downs today uh-huh. instead of Louisiana. She's supporting the thoroughbreds instead of the over a fifteen. Uh, 15 trial day for Louisiana is what Mardi Gras for 30 trials today. Come on, Martha. Shame on you, Martha. Come on, Martha. Don't Wait. jump ship to thoroughbreds. Do I, do I have anything here to drop on Martha? <laughs> Come on, Martha. You need, you, you yeah, need I to. Don't, so, I don't know. That, that's just a boo, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I think. think. Do I have one? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Come on, Martha. That's perfect. <laughs> but no, Martha has been a, yeah, well supported of the Louisiana circuit in the last year or so. Yes. But, uh, can't wait to, for the quarter horses to get going uh, around the country. You know, we have, we might have babies start working a couple of weeks already here, mm-hmm. from what I hear from Professor G. And then we'll really start salivating until the potential stars of 2019. That's when we'll have to get all baby talk going. Mm-hmm. Have to have all our notes with, yeah. with each one. And, uh, you know, you always talk about uh, Burgard, man. He's he's uh, ultra sharp yeah. when, when watching those work. So, that's kind of the key. You gotta you gotta get the ones that Burgart hasn't really keyed in yes, on. That, yes. That's the when you're yeah. watching workouts, yeah. you always gotta find something that maybe he missed. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's just like anything else at uh, Los Al, right? Just like finding a needle <laughs> that's in a haystack, new. right? If you can find a two to one that Ed Burgart's not on, yeah. you feel like a winner. Right? Yep, that's it. Yeah, the, we were talking about the the pick four payouts since yeah. uh, he hasn't been here, and and we were saying maybe that's he's uh, hasn't been available to put yeah. uh, pick four tickets yeah. out on. You know, he gives that a. Uh, that extra pat on the back to anybody that needs to whittle down their tickets. Nobody influences the pools more than Ed Burgart. No. Uh, people follow him religiously because he's as, as sharp as can be. So we, when he gives out a pick four ticket, you know, when they, they check his picks online at the Los Al website and he's got a single and that single hits, uh, you know that pick four is going to get hit by a lot, a lot of people. Yep. I'm uh, always hear about who his radio play is. Yeah, and whenever uh, that tote board lights up for that that yeah. first man, that's uh, <laughs> that first click. It, it's usually a monster. His horses usually three to five or under. Whoever he gives out on the radio. And speaking of radio play, shout out to uh, Bobby Newman, filling in for Ed Burger right now. He's doing he's been doing the radio hits as well. He gave out a a radio hit the other day. His radio play was the one for the one horse for Zamudio. That one had like seven to one or six to one. Okay, he was like seven to two or four to one in the morning. Mm. He gave that one on the radio. Shout out to Bobby Newman. You know, it's very hard to come in and replace Ed Berger, like oh. we said, who's so beloved by the fans. Yeah, but you don't hear any negative uh, no. negative comments, no. uh, whether whether it just be around the track or uh, there it is. There on, it is. On, on Twitter or anything like that. Uh, Bobby, I think he does a terrific job when he comes in and fills in uh, for Ed Berger, but. The way I really know he's a good guy, he already brought pizza he brought for pizza. us. He brought pizza for us. Already. And he brought it from one of the places locally <laughs> that we always go. He brought Mari's. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, you know about Mari's? And class act, Bobby Newman. You know who's in the hot seat? Who? George Duarte. I mean, Bobby Newman shows up. First time out, he brings Mari's. Yeah, I, I, I have to wholeheartedly hey, agree with hey. you. George, If uh, I think it's your turn to step up and buy some pie. You're in the hot seat, George. You're in the hot seat. <laughs> But nonetheless, we are planning to book Bobby Newman for the podcast. So we're going to get to know him a little bit more. Yes. Um, I'll say we'll try to book him during the weekend of El Primero and La Primera. Okay. Uh, we'll try to get Bobby on. We'll talk to him, get some picks, and then 
and uh, find out a little bit more about Bobby. But until then, hope we hit a couple of winners, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody.